Hello Cinemates, it's Alex here. Just a quick note at the top of the episode, the audio on this episode is not the best. We recorded it uh, remotely and Beck didn't have a mic and look, we've fiddled and we've done what we can with it. I think it sounds fine. You'll get, you get used to it. You know what I mean? Anyway, we love you guys. Uh, This is such a great chat. Really enjoyed this episode. Uh, But yeah, just wanted to let you know about the audio up top and we'll be back to regular scheduling and recording and studioing next week. Love you. Bye. You're listening to a DM podcast. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. is the Dude Cinema Podcast. But I was just like scrolling through it like nerds, nerds, nerds. Like I don't care. <laughs> Movie shaming needs to stop. Obviously a dude wrote this script. These teeth aren't friends and I'm like, I'm about it. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Let me miles tell you. Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. <laughs> This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to freaking see. Oh, guys, we just recorded a gold class. No, sorry, I was just in gold class mode. I almost did my gold class introduction, but no, we're on main. My goodness, who is she? Where is she? And if you want to know what that introduction is, you head over for $7 news a month for bonus episodes every single week. Mm-hmm. That often nice. explains the energy behind each episode. Yes, we get into the <laughs> so true. Yeah. If you're like, something's different about this one, head on over. You'll find out you'll why. Find out. <laughs> That's a great sell. Um, Thank you. And you can you can do that on Apple, Spotify, and Patreon, you guys. We have yeah. given you so many, so many platforms available to catch our gold class. So do it. Do it now. So many to explain ourselves and apologize. And apologize. <laughs> How are you, my love? Good, good. It is the week post-Melbourne Comedy Festival. Sure is. Um, I had a great time doing shows. I had a great time having wines with you down there. I had a great time having wines and doing a show with you down there. It was great. I opened for you uh, on your solo show last Saturday night and it was so Mm -hmm. much fucking fun. I'll say it. Uh, on behalf of both of us, thank you to everyone who came out. (laughs) Yes, thank you. It was so nice and very cool. To see, it was so fucking yeah. cool. And also for people to show up at that late on a Saturday at 10.40 p.m. Yep, 10.40 p.m. So you guys fucking rule. It was a great sized crowd. It Everyone was fucking lovely. Yeah. It was yeah. just full of rainbows and fairies and butterflies. Yeah. That's awesome. very And if you, Sydney, if you mm. want to come on the 13th of May at the much more reasonable time of 7.10 p.m. 7.10? What will I do with the rest of my night? I uh, you know, run around. I don't know. What, what do people do late at night? Mm. <laughs> Coming out, Alexia will be opening for me um, then at the Animal Theatre. Not the big room, a, a much smaller room. I'm going Animal to Theater. the big room and I'm going to insist. <laughs> and you say, Mr. Will Anderson, get off the stage. Get out of here. We all know who the real talent is. <laughs> Beck Chowers. And they all go, boo, it's all six-year-old sex. Boo. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Um, you guys, before we get in, I've got a nice people say nice things. Wait, how are you? Oh, 
Jesus Christ. Sorry. I'm good, thank you. Um, I'm also back from Melbourne this week, coming off a very rigorous five nights of not doing a show. Um, The jealousy I felt. (laughs) Not at a bad time, just outside the show time and hanging out with you was very stressful. Yeah, yeah, it always always is, my goodness gracious. I did did an episode of The Phone Hacks, just give a little plug to The Phone Hacks, um, our brothers in Melbourne. I did an episode while I was in Melbourne and – spoke a lot about how wonderful it is to not do a show and lauded that over them for a while. And the hack they got me to do was to DM Ben Caution, sweet, lovely Ben Caution. And say to him, hey, how good is it not doing a show this year? But he is doing a show. Such a subtle dig. Such a kind. Uh, he got it. He picked it straight away. He's like, this sounds like Mark Goldstein. I'm like, yep. I've, this is the first thing I've ever DM'd you. So, yeah, that would be fucking weird. <laughs> God, you had me on high alert after that. Anytime I got a message from someone that, like, I doesn't usually mm. message me often, I was like, is this a phone hack? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. But we have a nice people say nice things. Yes. And what is I, it? It's a bit long, but I fucking love it. And she said we can use it on the pod. So here we go. Beautiful late. This is from a DM on Instagram. Beautiful ladies of the Cineverse. I am a hardcore American fan living in Melbourne. I tell the world about your podcast because it's so funny and so accurate. My partner in brackets, male, and then the angry emoji. Oh, God. <laughs> Yucky. Doesn't believe in, quote, dude cinema, but will also tell me that rom-coms are bad movies because they're not, quote, critically acclaimed like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars. Dump him, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't dump him. That's this, is a rela- this is a relationship podcast now, guys. We tell you <laughs> when to dump your dude boyfriend. As soon as you say the word boyfriend, we go, bring yeah. up. Bring up with him. Yuck. <laughs> Uh, I am a gold class member, so I am in on all the hot gossip and secrets of the pod. Seven dollars a month, sign up now. (laughs) (laughs) But I haven't heard about when Alex will be opening for Beck at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and I must know so I can book the right ticket and force my male partner to watch you two awesome (gasps) ladies absolutely crush it because girls are funnier. (laughs) Yes. Oh God! I hope I you got own, the right date. And they she came didn't. On. I only it was in our request, so I didn't see it. I only no. did it today. But come she said to she Sydney. Come, she said she did come and see uh, Toilet Seat Time Machine though, and loved it, which is great. Great. Okay. Good. 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 And she wrote, "Much love to you both." Beck, your laugh is the shining beacon of my life. Oh, thank you. So oh, that's from. Uh, it doesn't have her name on the on her profile, but it's from a uh, handle at. No, I'm not famous, which I think is oh, very funny. Here. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Erica. Oh, is that Erica? Yes, Erica. that's Erica, who not only was in Toilet Seat Time Machine, mm-hmm. but was, if you've seen the show, you know, if you haven't, this will make sense to you, was our player a, one. Was a player one? Player oh, one shit. For the show. Yeah. Fuck, which that's is so good. A big, big role. A big role. It's, yeah. And the whole it's time I didn't know one. that she was a cinemate. Until the end when she sent me a message, she's like, I'm a cinema. And I was like, oh, my God. Stop. Does she have a cool American accent? I, you think so? She had cool. very cool hair. She had very nice. cool hair, very cool She seems outfit. like a cool hair lady. She was a very cool lady. It was very cool to meet her. And she did a great show. She Well, thank you, Erica. Yes. Thank you, Erica. Oh, to, the best. To hear from her twice in a few weeks. So special. <laughs> Maybe we should send her a tote. Yes. 
Let's send her a tote. Let's send her a tote. Yes. All right, guys, give us compliments. We'll send you a tote. Yes. There's Can't no promise need that for every money. time. We live off merch. I mean, compliments. <laughs> yeah. We do not live off merch. Uh, anyway, shall we get into the movie that has brought us here today? Yes. This week, we are doing Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragoon. Dragoon. Um, Alexia, what did you know about this movie? Uh, nothing, absolutely nothing. I just knew it was a, like a kung fu type movie. I assumed it was from the eighties. I that's literally all. No, no further information than that. What about you? Yeah, same, pretty much. I knew it was kung fu. Interesting. I've definitely heard people talk about it a lot. Mm, like, like it's a big one. Yes, yeah, yeah, and it's referenced in things. I didn't know Michelle Yeoh was in it. No, did not know that at all. Until I can't remember even how, because I suggested this. Mm. I can't remember why it came across my desk. And when I looked it up, I was like, oh, Michelle Yeoh's in it. Let's Hell yeah. Let's give that a go. Fuck yeah. And you said, yeah, it's Michelle. Because when you said Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I was like, oh, it's not really my, my jam, <laughs> but that's okay. We've had a good run lately. It's time to get back into it. <laughs> but then you were like, Michelle Yeoh is in it. I was like, I could not think of anything that I want to do more than watch an old Michelle Yeoh movie right now. That's yeah. exactly what I need in my life. So brilliant. Oh, no worries. It was brilliant complete suggestion. Completely. <laughs> Most of these most of these choices are, to be honest. Um, shall we jump in? Yes. In a land of eternal beauty and infinite mystery, a legend was born. The story of a warrior. The woman he loved. A daring outlaw. And a princess destined to become a warrior. Okay. <clears throat> Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. A timeless story of strength, secrets, Two warriors, oh sorry, and two warriors who would never surrender. Two warriors in pursuit of a stolen sword and a notorious fugitive are led to an impetuous, physically skilled teenage nobleman's daughter. What? Hold on, let me start again. Two warriors in pursuit of a stolen sword and a notorious fugitive are led to an impetuous, Physically skilled. Oh, impetuous, meaning um, like a brat. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Physically skilled teenage nobleman's daughter who is at crossroads in her life. <laughs> okay. Okay. Alexia, I mean, for anyone who hasn't seen this movie, how would you describe it? Oh, how would I describe Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, the feminist text? Uh, yes. Let me... Have a go. A movie by men for women. Don't say that too loud. The world will explode. I know. I know. Why? How has this not come across our desk? It probably uh, has. Someone's probably requested it, and we're so sorry. Uh, no, it actually ha- it's, it's actually not on the list, which ah. is strange. Oh, but if you have requested it and we've just forgotten to put it on the list, my apologies. Mm. But thank you if you did because you got it fucking right. My you put God. it in our subconscious, and I mean, we eventually what? got to it. 
what a way for someone who's not into kung fu movies to now be into kung fu movies. Right. Okay. I'm so glad you liked it. I'm so glad you liked it. All right. So sum it up for the people. Yeah. So basically Michelle Yeoh is a warrior. She's a single lady about town. She's independent. She don't give a shit. She doesn't need no man. Or does she? Because she's secretly in love with her best friend. Yes. Who is another warrior. It's not as light and fairy as this makes it sound. It's very serious and very solemn. But so then her secret love comes back from a mountain that he's been on and he's been meditating for ages. But he's like, I kind of want to quit worrying because it's just not fulfilling me anymore. Yeah. And I she's wanna... like, what the hell? What possibly she's... else could fulfill you? She literally says to him, like, well, what else would you do? <laughs> I'm like, good. That's a good question. What else would yeah. he do? I don't remember what he said to that. But he's just like, I don't know, just be like hot and stuff and just like unrequitedly love you and then there's they're in a big like compound of some kind and I think oh I got confused about who lives there is it one big compound and there's a few families that live in there or are there multiple compounds I think there's multiple compounds that was quite unclear I will say and so then Michelle Yeoh is just like visiting this this like compound guy's house and they meet this uh like teenage girl who's there because she's about to get arranged marriage so she starts to talk to the girl and it turns out that she the girl's like a huge fan of like warrior warriors and stuff and she's a huge fan of michelle yo's character they get into this like gorgeous like feminist chat about like marriage and if you need a husband and what it's like without it and because this girl doesn't want to get married. She, she wants to be free. And it turns out she secretly wants to be a warrior herself and mm. has been has been studying the book from the mountain of where Michelle Yeoh's unrequited love boyfriend studied. And her master turns out to be her, her like, handmade lady, mm. but also the villain of the film, this crazy lady called... Jade Fox. Jane Fox. <laughs> Jade, Jade Fox. Jade Fox. Fox. That's the um, white person version of the movie where she becomes Jane Fox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then it's just basically like Michelle Yeoh and this like teenage girl character. They're kind of like rivals, but then they're friends, but then they're not. And she's just trying to like help her. And then the, the boyfriend's trying to help this girl too and be like, you've got so much talent, but you're, yeah. you're too angry. You're such an angry teen. I really want to harness it. And it's just, yeah, it's just really. Yeah, that's kind of the basic plot. Yeah. Oh, and a sword goes missing and they're fighting over it. She steals a sword, yeah. Yeah. Fly through fly through the air. Anyway, oh my can, God, let's, get, let's get into okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. All right. So, um, number one, we've got to talk about the flying in this movie. Let's. That's the main character of this film is the flying. It's, it's the wire work. The, wire, the outdoor wire work. Yeah. How did they do that? I... God, I guarantee there's a documentary about it because it oh, was definitely would be awesome. It, it was, was so fucking cool. If you haven't seen it, they don't actually fly like Peter Pan or anything. They well, just like well, it's up towards the end. They they really touch. get liberal with it. They <laughs> really are just like we. At one point, they're like, "We fly now," and you're like, "Oh, okay." They're like, "You guys know we fly, right? You've seen it. You've shown it. You've seen it. You're used to it." Okay, guess what? We are taking off. Mm. We're going to the moon, baby. At one point, they use a rhythmic gymnastics ribbon as like a helicopter. (laughs) Oh, that's right. That was so funny. (laughs) But she's like, quick, we fly. What? You're like, what? Okay. All right. Look, I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. Why didn't they just do that at 
through all the other chase scenes. Why only then, now? Don't logically try and pick this. Don't do not do that. I'm so sorry. It, somehow <laughs> so- it's racist of me and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've talked to you about this before, Beck. It's, I know. You know, know. I'm, I'm on my last warning. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so they they don't like actually fly at the beginning. They're very mm. much just show that they can. They've just like they're like doing crazy parkour. Basically, they can like yeah. run up walls and they're always grabbing onto things and like. But it's obviously wire work. But it's just it just makes it so like dreamy and just like a fantasy, but still set in reality. Yeah, mm. and also like really graceful like oh so beautiful st- like it's like every fight is like a dance yep that's exactly it at first Stunning. i was like oh uh, okay <laughs> all right guess we're suspending some disbeliefs right okay. up top here <laughs> yeah but then i loved it then i was like actually this rules i love this it's, this does make calming. this movie fun it was yeah. soothing as well it was just so beautiful and just flowy and that's the that's the action sequences I would I I like to watch. Yeah, no gunfire, no explosions. Also, this movie has everything. Mm. I'm trying to think Let's of the thing this it. movie doesn't have. They have everything: mm-hmm. superpowers, love, betrayal, unrequited mm. love, oh. sword fighting, oh. hand to hand combat, darts, ye old western carriage rides. Like yes. <laughs> Kidnapping. Oh, yeah, we're in the desert as well at some yeah. point, which very much looked like a Western movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fighting on horseback as well. Oh, just oh, fucking all of it. Making love in a cave? You got it. Absolutely. Sign me up. 100%. So, so. Michelle Yo, we got to talk about it. Oh, my. What a presence. What a beauty. What a so talent. So beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. So talented. And just like a really enigmatic like presence on screen. Like mm-hmm. so gorgeous and graceful and also like really subtle and interesting and so in control. Yes. A really great protagonist. What did you think? Loved her. So and as soon as she started speaking, I was like, I her voice, I know her voice because of everything everywhere. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we watched Everything Everywhere first before watching this movie because I then now came into this movie with such a deep love for her, which I don't think would have happened in this movie because it's not as emotional and stuff, obviously, as Everything Everywhere is. And so mm. now I got to just like really just like soak in her yeah, her presence. I didn't have to work her out. I was like, I already love you. It was just beautiful. Mm. It's Oh, she's incredible. Also, this movie as well, a not fraught mother-daughter relationship, but a complex yeah. older woman to younger woman relationship. Again, it's a fucking feminist text. I yes. did not expect that from this movie. And I'm sure that's not the first time anyone said it about this movie because literally all of the main characters are women. Yeah. Except for the boyfriend. Yeah. Everyone else, all the protagonists are women. And the they're all- a woman interesting and complex and Mm. have their own traumas and backstory and goals and wants and needs and it's it's so good yes it's so you're right it's so complex too because when she's having that first chat with the girl about 
how she's not been married but she was engaged at one point and like that story and and just in the conversation and then the girl being like I envy you because you see as a warrior you must be so free like you can just roam the countryside like I can't do that once I'm married and then Michelle Yo not just being like yeah bitch yeah fuck go men. Off, queen yeah instead she was like no it's a bit more complicated than that I have a complex life I have a complicated life I don't necessarily want to be single right now and just like I don't know it's just yeah like you said an actual interesting array of characters with very different fucking personalities mm. and as well um jade fox too being yeah. like an older woman with ptsd who was mm. scorned by an institution because of their treatment of women and now yep. is seeking revenge literally se- oh seeking revenge because what's kind of implied is that there was some sexual stuff maybe a salty stuff going yeah. on Oh, she called, um, what did she say? It's like, um, what's the trainer's name? M- Mudden? No. Wudan. Anyway, yeah. Wudan. I think it was, oh, Woo's someone's, Woo someone's yelling at us. Like, sorry, sorry. Like, no, it's all right. We're just going to say it's Wudan and we know we're probably wrong, but yeah. also we might be right. So, sorry. We might be right. <laughs> so Wudan, she's like, calls like, she's like, uh, Wudan is a whorehouse. Like. Yeah. Like they only want the women there to fuck them, and yeah, but won't actually respect them enough to teach them. Oh. That was real. Yeah, so even the villain had her own interesting and like female centric backstory and trauma. Like that wasn't. It didn't feel like it was being in any way exploited or like or like look at this stupid reason this bitch wants revenge because someone felt her up one time. Like they took it really seriously, and like at for a point, I was like, yeah, I'm on her side. Like. It, I, I got confused about whose side I was on for a while. Like, it's just really cool and complex. Yeah. Ugh. So, I did not expect. Was not expecting it. And as well, like, the layers of, like, and now she's taken this, like, young uh, mm. girl under her wing to train her to be, you know, the person who will take down Wudan and doesn't yes. need and all the a men. master. Yeah. And oh, then I- at one point she says um, that, like, when talking, because she's killed Michelle Yeoh's boyfriend's master and he that's what he's exacting revenge on is the death of his master. And at one point Jade says to him that, like, because she's the one who killed him, he deserved to die by a woman's hand. Mm. What a line. Yeah. I mean, the woman in me, which is all of me, was like, oh, I never <gasps> fucking heard that in a – movie before that's just yeah. I just did not expect it to go so feminist it was yeah. like oh for the year 2000 like yeah yeah and then at one point when the girl's boyfriend who we meet later in the film yes the sexy is like, pirate guy oh, sexy pirate Dude, he's man. so hot he's so fucking hot Luke got home late from work last night and came in at like walked into the you jerking off sorry to me absolutely going to town on myself <laughs> sorry I heard him come in and everything. I'm like, I can't stop. He came in and that, that guy was on screen and the first thing Luke said was, my God, he's really good looking. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I was not expecting. Yeah. I expected Michelle Yeoh to be the only beautiful person in this film. My God. So many beautiful people in this film. So <laughs> many. Particular, yeah, he had a real like mm. a, like a, a deluded Jack Sparrow about him that I was yeah. really into. Yeah, but not without the Amber Heard stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah without the Johnny Depp of it all. <laughs> yeah, of it all. 
<laughs> oh my god, put some eyeliner on that guy. No, Alexia, I'm married. Ah! Okay. Let get out of the house. <laughs> oh my god. So and yeah, so later when when they're ambushing the girls western train carriage ride he says at one point don't touch the women don't touch the women Mm. and i was just like go off king you are ambushing and you're saying don't touch the women someone's angling for a handjob and (laughs) he got more than that someone's angling for a handjob in a cave you can always pick it you can always pick it (laughs) oh love him and i loved like so speaking of that that ambush which is basically their meet cute. Like that's where they meet yeah. and fall in love is the two of them battling each other yeah. for what seems like days. <laughs> Just constantly fighting. And I like, I was like, this is so interesting because I was like, this feels so female gazy. Like they're fighting, fighting, fighting. We can tell. You can tell. Yeah. That there's tension there. There's they're going to end up smooching. Yes. Guess what? They end up smooching. It's very Mid fight. Mid-fight, it's so hot. It's very hot. I don't care if it's Stockholm Syndrome. It's hot. Nah, I don't reckon. I reckon she actually loves him. Yeah. Because she's a rebel. She's a renegade. She's a black sheep just like him. Yeah. And they meant to, and he wants to earn the respect of her family, even though he's a vagabond. Oh, good use of vagabond, by the way. Yeah, you don't get to say it often. You really When don't. you do, it's such a treat. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> 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 oh. And then they're like, yeah, so you mentioned before, battling on so- on horses. They literally have an entire sequence where they are battling each other with swords, with swords whilst riding full pelt on a horse. Like the mm. choreography in this movie is fucking insane. A- a stunning. Like, and also so impressive, even if there is wire work, regardless of that, mm. every single actor in this is so fucking talented and skilled. Like, Oh, my God. Do you know the girl from somewhere? I was literally just about to ask you that. I'm, I'm looking it up right look now. Look it up right now. Up. Zhang Ziyi. She was in Rush Hour 2. That's cool. That's cool. That's not where I know her. Oh, she was in there. Memoirs of a Geisha. Oh, she is. she's the mem- the Geisha? Yes. 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 That's where I know her face from. Cool. So talented. Holy hell. Incredible. She was also in a Coldplay music video. Oh, cool. The racist in me was like, Princess of China? (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know any Coldplay music. I judge you that you do. Yeah, well, look, I I grew up in a Coldplay household. Did you? Yeah, family was big. We listened to a lot of Coldplay. And you know what? All right. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's good. It's good music. It's easy listening. It's fun for the whole family. Sue me. I find it very boring. (gasps) Oh yeah. Ugh. They've done so much more than Enunciate. that. Enunciate. They've done so much more than that. I'm absolutely just being that person right now. You tell I me that you you care. listen to Viva La Vida and you tell me that's not rousing. You tell me <laughs> that you don't feel a zest for life after that. Okay, I will. All right. And I'll I'll report back on the zest situation. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know if I can do the episode. I'm so angry. (laughs) This is what breaks us? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's fine. I understand. It's not for everyone. You know I only have two people I like to listen to music of, so. Yes. Speaking of, actually, Michelle Yeoh gave me huge MJ vibes when she was, like, fighting heaps because she was making all these little, like, 
noises, which I understand is probably what a warrior does. But I know it from what MJ does on stage. <laughs> Do you think he's a Michelle Yeoh fan and that's where he Maybe. got it from? maybe or like from those movies because then also she's wearing like the the slip-on black shoes with the white socks which is what he wears on stage oh. too so but he probably also did he steal it from kung fu movies probably he yeah, seems like he stole, he stole a lot of his dance moves from other minorities <laughs> um let's talk about the boyfriend yes the other, michelle's boyfriend what was his name mm, let's look that up I found him quite attractive, uh, right. especially when he he got his sword back and he was just like shadow fighting by himself in the, the quad and Michelle's off like just getting horny watching him and just stuff. watching him he, being like, what? I don't care. <laughs> I thought it was quite beautiful. But yeah, like he- every, oh, okay. He, when he's got a hairline, he is gorgeous. <laughs> oh my God. I'm looking this up. <laughs> His name's Chow Yun Fat. Oh, he's, he's in a ton of things. Yeah, I know that name. I know him. Yeah. Oh, wow. He is a handsome man. Holy mm. shit. I don't know if you can hear that in the background, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Skip and uh, Sam Bowden are recording Watch Free Lunch downstairs. Are they? <laughs> this is a That's podcasting so cute. household. It is such a podcasting house. Okay, I'm going to keep that in, everyone. Listen to Woe Free Lunch. It's being recorded as we speak. <laughs> so um, cute. Uh, he was beautiful. I loved mm. him. And his he was complex and interesting too. Like the, when he came down from the mountain and he was like, I was meant to get enlightened and but all I could see, what did he say? I wrote it down. Instead, I was surrounded by an endless sorrow. I was like, whoa. Mm. Never heard meditation spoken about like yeah. that also like for like i think people maybe assume that like kung fu movies are very cheesy and like, mm, exactly. I was, like i'm avenging uh yep. the death of my father right and that was in here but also it's like he's like i've committed a lot of crimes and i can't run from the past you're like oh my god yeah <laughs> it's about complex trauma. like instead i was surrounded by an endless sorrow i'm like oh what a dip- also, like, dude, that's depression. Get in bed. Yeah. <laughs> that's just depression. It's like you're already exercising a lot, clearly. I can see that. It's like if you yes. consulted a physician maybe, like that might yeah. be something worth looking into. Just, it's, it's SSRIs, dude. It's, it's 2000. You go. Yeah, I don't think the problem's the sword. I think it might be a chemical imbalance. <laughs> uh, and then they <laughs> – just looking through my notes, I now realize the point where you realize they went a bit liberal on the wire work. Was it when they walked on water? I was, I think it was the first fight scene where they're like running okay. across the witch that I was like, this is a lot of wire work. But that was also another highlight where you're like, oh, guys, oh, gang, come on, guys, <laughs> come on, don't stop though, absolutely don't stop, but also don't stop. I'm rolling my eyes, but I've got a cheeky grin because I love it, but I also love it. <laughs> yeah he was going i tell you one point though where i got really nervous when Mm. he was like meant to kill the young girl but he like stopped for a second and was like actually i could train you and i was like Mm. i'm sorry are you flirting right now (gasps) oh my god i totally got flirt vibes as well yeah don't you fucking dare because like then i was like i was like this movie i i have not looked up who wrote it i'm like it has to be a female writer because then like 
the whole thing of like, oh my god, is he like attracted to this way younger girl? Ooh, yeah. And is he doing the thing that all of us dread deep down as women? Mm-hmm. That <laughs> do you want to help me or do you want to fuck me? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. And also, it's like they're all pedophiles. No, yeah. <laughs> they all want someone who's freshly eighteen or worse, younger or worse. <laughs> Oh, um, fuck. So it was directed by Ang Lee, mm-hmm. who's ah, a male and a female writer. Ah, there we go. She was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay for this movie. And rightly so. Rightly yeah. fucking so. Brilliantly written. Can I ask you a question yes. about the ending of the film? Mm. Did the girl kill herself? So Okay, so what happens yes. is, for anyone who hasn't seen it, Rushing to the end, Michelle Yeoh's boyfriend gets hit by a poison dart by Jade mm-hmm. and they don't think there's an antidote, but then the girl, who's I don't know her character's name, but I'm just going to call her the girl. Uh, oh, Jen. Her name's Jen. Jen, yes. Yeah. Jen is like, I know the antidote. I have to go back to like the village, grab some supplies. I'll come back. You just like meditate, hold your energy, don't let it like get through your blood veins and then I'll come back and give you the antidote and she like just misses him. He mm. just passes before she gets back. So then, And then we go and she like she's back with Lo, her boyfriend, her sexy pirate boyfriend, boyfriend again and they're talking about that weird mountain, jumping off the mountain story that is like if you jump off this mountain you get your wish granted, mm. Like, which to be honest felt a little bit, like flimsy to me as a story. I'm like, I don't know if I would jump off a mountain based on that. I would agree. But then I would like to redirect your attention to all of the flying and walking <laughs> on water. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so I'm like, is it, is it far-fetched? <laughs> no. And so then she's like standing on the edge of the mountain, I assume. And she's like unhappy or something. I don't know. And then she jumps off and flies away. What mm. happened there? Did she... Did she kill herself? I I think like it was one of those things where it's like she realizes how much hurt and pain she's caused and like that she's the reason now that this man is dead, all these other people are dead and like Uh. there's no way out. But it's like she could just be with this man, but this guilt is going to follow her around. Similarly to how the movie started. So she's like either I'm going to get my wish or I'm going to die. And I think she, Wow. we don't know. It's like open-ended. <gasps> I love that. Right? It's a good end. Usually I hate an open-ended ending, but mm. I was like, yep. this is good because it's raised so many moral qualms. Yes, to, to work through in your, the old noggin there. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, oh, this is good. I wanted to sit on this one and like ruminate and chew on it in my brain for a bit. And so I can think about and decide what I think the ending could be potentially. I love that. I love that. What do you think it is? I think, well, like logically she's been, we've seen her fly several times. Yeah. So I'm kind of like. She got wings. She'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) And she's being a bit overdramatic with this whole like make a wish thing. But I think that like narrative wise, I think she dies. Mm, okay. I think, well, look, I felt so bad for Lo because she has been running away from this dude so many times. Yeah. Like she just keeps running away from him. And I reckon this is, 
I'm going to say the counter. I think she's still alive and she just needs to run away from everything again and just go be someone new somewhere or mm. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Start again. Start Move again. from Perth to Sydney and see what yeah. happens. <laughs> Start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, oh God, I, yeah, I honestly want to say I didn't get a chance. To, I literally finished watching this the minute – we got on we the jumped Zoom on, call. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't had a chance to let it ruminate yet. Mm, look up some cool facts. So if anyone yeah. has any facts, send them. Ooh, send them send through them to in. us. Usually we hate when people talk to us about movies, but this one, please tell me everything. Yeah. Tell me what you think, how it ends. and Yeah. Yeah. And your history with it. Like what was this like? What was the reception? Like what was the vibe like when it first came out in 2000? Because mm. it's still like the content still feels pretty modern. Yeah. Despite being 23 years ago. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the movie? <gasps> when Michelle Yeoh kissed him finally as oh, he's dying. Yes. Oh, that was beautiful. I so cried. So romantic. Yeah. What about you? I am torn between when that guy got just a giant blade to the head <laughs> and there was no funny. blood. No blood and he's, he still seemed to be keeping himself upright despite being dead. Yeah. And and then um, Rick and Michelle Moore was set in straight away. Straight away. Didn't take a second. <laughs> was it currently like the rental market? It's like, this is this is available. I'm here. I'm I've already moved in. I've paid the deposit before you even thought about it. I'm Rick and Mortis. <laughs> I'm Rick and Mortis, baby. And then also the Michelle Yeoh's boyfriend like closed his eyes. It was just so funny. Oh, yeah. He was meant to be so sincere. But you could tell that he like he blinked as he did it, and it made me laugh so much. Because he was sit up so straight and stiff, I was like, "Well, he's not dead yet. He's just in shock or something." And then he closed his eyes, I'm like, "Dude, he's still alive." Oh no, he's meant to be dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> closing a live man's eyes. <laughs> oh, and also the scene, uh, sincerely, the scene where Michelle Yeoh's character and Jenny are talking about their lives and why one situation isn't better than the other it's just different like oh love it very well scripted very well done i've got some questions for you on that note yes did this movie make you horny oh yeah oh Oh, yeah yeah. getting fingered in the cave are you kidding me absolutely hot as (laughs) hell going from fighting to kissing to fingering Oh. oh All about and it. all consensually. Mm. 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 Power dynamics, perfectly placed, oh, yeah. perfectly equal. You know, eventually. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yes. Uh, what about uh, you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Mm. Also, Michelle Yeoh, beautiful, beautiful, so beautiful, beautiful woman. So graceful, so beautiful to watch move and, yeah, so talented. Um, would you recommend this movie on a date? Yes. Yeah. Yes, 100%. It is two hours. That's true. But it's a good two hours. And as well, because, like, the it's subtitled too. Like, mm. you kind of, like, locked into it, which is you nice. You are, which is nice. You can't get up and walk away yeah. and just listen to the dialogue. Yeah. yeah I was I, I was locked in. You're right. Yeah, very, very good. Um, what about you? Absolutely recommend this on a date because also people who date men – you can appease the dudeness in them by being like, let's watch a kung fu movie. You boys yes, love that. You're obsessed. But 
let's watch one with a female protagonist. Mm -hmm. Boom, everyone's happy. Yeah, and then if that bothers you, that tells me a lot about you. Oh, yeah. Ratings. Oh, yeah. How many stolen combs? Oh, the comb. Excellent. I give this movie four stolen combs out of five. Purely just because, ah, 4.5. I loved it. I really can't say I can't say a bad thing about it, honestly. Nothing yeah. jumps to mind. What about you? Um, I, I say, yeah, I think 4.5 as well. Mm. I, I loved it. I loved ev- everyone did such a good job. And I want to I wanna watch it again. Yeah. When I'm not in a rush being like, we got to get on this soon. Yeah, true. True, true, true. <laughs> That's fun, a rewatch. Yes. Love that. Yes. Not immediately. I think like a couple of years yeah. from now, I'll be like, oh, I would love to see that again. Yes. I think it's the vibe. Love mm. it. Mm. Well, that was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, you guys. We release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to keep up with us and what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DudeCinemaPod and Facebook of the same name. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at GuideToDudeCinema at gmail.com. And if you want to support this podcast in any way, shape, or form, believe it or not, we do have a Patreon, which we <laughs> rarely ever mention. Um, so you can sign up to that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Patreon itself called Gold Class, $7 a month. We also have, uh, if you don't have any money, but you're like, gosh, these ladies rule, how do I tell them? Five-star review, either yeah, on Spotify yeah, yeah. or Apple Podcasts, and let us know in your review what movie a dude has told you to see. We'll review that shit for you. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, I'm going to go get ready to drive up to the Central Coast and to do a gig. Best of luck. Thank Stay you. Stay safe out there. And I'm going to lie down and have a little snack. You Sorry to rub it, it in. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. I right, oh. love you guys. Oh, and? And? The Kumite to you. And I can imitate you and yours. All right, let's get out of here. Bye. Bye.